Hello and welcome to the Heart Failure Beat Patient Series. I'm John Barnes, CEO of the Heart Failure Society of America, and I will be hosting today's episode on heart failure and the coronavirus. I'm joined today by Dr. Beacon Boskert of the Baylor College of Medicine and the current president of HFSA. Welcome, Beacon. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Baylor? Thank you, John. Currently, I lead the VA Medical Center as the Chief of Medicine in Houston. I also lead a Center for Heart Failure Research as the Winter Center for Heart Failure Research Director at Baylor College of Medicine. And I'm also the Associate Director of the Cardiovascular Research Institute at Baylor. With all these roles, we are embarking on a major initiative to get ready for COVID-19 surge in Houston. Thus, my role at Baylor includes preparation and readiness for COVID-19 for all healthcare providers as well as our patients. Great. We're here today to talk about coronavirus pandemic and its impact on people living with heart failure. Beacon, what is it like working in hospitals these days? What special precautions or medical sites and healthcare providers taking to manage this situation? Thank you for that question, John. Most hospitals in the U.S. are either in the pre-surge readiness state or in the surge state, especially in the hot zones where we're seeing a high prevalence of COVID-19. Most of us are working very hard to expand our intensive care unit capacity, increase our appropriate protective equipment for staff and testing capacity for us to be able to timely test our patients and employees. As it's widely recognized, there is significant shortage for masks testing supplies And most medical centers are trying to come up with contingency and crisis management strategies. So next, where do heart failure patients fall in the risk level for catching coronavirus and possibly facing life-threatening complications if they do receive a diagnosis? This is a very important question. Patients with underlying chronic illnesses such as heart failure, especially if they have advanced symptoms may have impaired immune defense and are likely at a higher risk for contracting the disease and thus should show more precaution. Second, illnesses may pose higher exposure risk due to healthcare needs. Our patients may require more visits and rely on others to provide their care and thus need to heed social distancing advice with a very delicate balance, both while continuing their care needs to make sure that they're not exposed to more risk. Most importantly, very important for us to recognize that heart failure patients are at a higher risk for adverse outcomes if they contract COVID-19. According to the data from Wuhan, China, half of the patients who did not survive had history of hypertension, about a third had diabetes, and approximately 15 to 20% had cardiovascular disease, including heart failure. And this unfortunately poses a higher risk profile for our heart failure patients for having adverse outcomes once and if they are diagnosed with COVID-19. But one needs to keep in mind that majority of these patients were older, and may not have had good control of their baseline comorbidities and or illnesses. Thus, we are waiting for more data to determine whether these are going to be similar trends in the United States. Things to keep in mind are majority of the patients, even in amongst those with heart failure, may have mild symptoms and may not experience an adverse outcome such as death. But if one were to have worsening symptoms, that is a time to seek care and heed advice. 
So speaking of symptoms, how does the virus affect people living with heart failure and what symptoms should patients be on the lookout for? First, let's start with the symptoms of COVID-19. Some of the symptoms of COVID-19 can overlap with some of the symptoms of heart failure, which most of our patients are very familiar with. Both may cause shortness of breath. But if a patient is experiencing fever, which is not a common symptom for heart failure, or sudden onset of cough or a shortness of breath that's different than their usual heart failure symptoms that they've never experienced before, especially when accompanied by fever, this may be COVID-19. On the other hand, if the patient has typical heart failure symptoms, such as swelling of legs or their abdomen, and no fever, and resolution of their symptoms each time they take their diuretics, then those symptoms may be more suggestive of heart failure. Of course, there are a constellation of other symptoms that our patients should also be aware of. COVID-19 can present with not only the typical symptoms of fever, cough, malaise, or feeling tired, muscle aches, but also other symptoms such as nausea, diarrhea, GI symptoms, in some individuals, palpitations. When in doubt, it would be very advisable to seek attention and um, care, especially from individuals who are familiar with our heart failure patients' symptoms and history. One other important feature I'm going to mention is, even though conventionally we presume runny nose, runny eyes are features of viral illnesses, in COVID-19, runny nose, rhinorrhea, is not a very typical symptom. It was seen in less than 5% of the patients. Other things to recognize are, in COVID-19, in a certain percentage of patients, we are seeing evidence of heart damage, even amongst patients with our heart disease at baseline. And this is recognized as a risk factor for worse outcomes. Thus, Heart failure patients will need to be monitored closely for worsening and referred to their specialists if they have worsening symptoms, especially in the context of requirement for hospitalization and or ICU care. Beyond social distancing and washing your hands, are there other precautions people with heart failure should be aware of? As recommended by the CDC, we currently recommend everybody to also wear a face cover. This is important, especially when our patients are in the public domain, when they're outside their homes, and especially when they're exposed to other providers that may be uh, providing their care in their home setting. Also, patients, if they're stable, should make sure that they have adequate supply of their cardiac medications and request refills for up to 90 days with appropriate uh, refill amount in the event they cannot seek care or have access to their healthcare provider in a timely manner. And important concepts to keep in mind, they should take their medications as instructed. And it's critical for our patients to maintain their stability while they adhere to both their medication and dietary instructions. And uh, simple steps that they could do, they should weigh themselves every day. If they have a blood pressure cuff, they should measure their blood pressure, have those records ready, especially when their providers would like to contact them by virtual and or telecare methods, modalities, so that they would be ready to be able to share their information. We advise, recommend our patients to get knowledge about these new models of care, such as telemedicine or phone follow-ups, and they should actively seek 
to receive contact and follow up and not assume that they cannot contact their providers. These new modalities of care have been implemented in the heart failure venue with success, such as phone follow-ups and or video conferencing. But now we are seeing more and more clinicians resorting to this model while we maintain our social distancing. So we would love to be in contact with our patients. And even though we may not be able to see them as often as we would like to on a face-to-face visit, but telemedicine, virtual contacts, phone follow-ups definitely would allow us to be in touch with our patients. Great advice. So maintaining a healthy lifestyle can be challenging when staying indoors so much, exercising, eating healthy, limiting stress. What advice do you have for how a heart failure patient can stay healthy? Number one, select your food supplies wisely because during the times of conservation or distancing, it may be very difficult to have access to fresh food. But we do recommend, our patients will recognize this, we do recommend them to refrain from consuming high salt products such as canned products or fast food or processed products. So more than ever, it's uh, quite tricky and important for us to still maintain our recognition for avoidance of high salt containing products. Maintaining a healthy routine, which would entail remaining active. So we recommend our patients to try to remain active, walk around inside the house or do other exercises such as chair exercises or yoga or tai chi, which are modalities of activities that are associated with better outcomes in heart failure. And we would recommend our patients definitely to create a regimented schedule every day as they wake up, as they normally would have done, instead of going to work, if they're remaining at home, for them to say, between so and so hours, I will exercise, I will walk and take my medications, weigh myself, and then look at their progress and their overall health level. If they see any variation from their usual state, then seek care by maybe teleconferencing or telemedicine. The internet can be filled with inaccurate information on health issues. Where can folks go to find the most up-to-date, accurate information on coronavirus? This is critical. Um, I would advise our patients only to go to trusted sites that home evidence-based information, such as CDC or healthcare societies, such as Heart Failure Society of America, HFSA, our society has a wonderful COVID-19 resource center, which we think is quite useful for our patients and clinicians. We're currently adding information as it develops, and we'll be adding more podcasts that we think are going to be very useful for our patients. So hfsa.org could be a wonderful site for our heart failure patients, and we welcome them to come and join us and look at our site and use our information and provide us their comments and feedback. Thank you, Beacom, for talking with me today. I hope you and your team stay healthy and safe, and we wish the same for heart failure patients and their families across the country and throughout the world. Thank you. Thank you.